Welcome back to Morning Erudition. It's Sunday, and that means our puzzle Raja, Albert Fleming, joins us for today's Brain Botherer. Albert, good morning. Good morning, Margaret. How's the pancreas? It's healing. Excellent. Well, today's puzzle involves both math and vocabulary. Ooh, exciting. Isn't it? Let's get started. First, take the name of a former Eastern European Soviet Republic, drop the first letter, then assign each remaining letter a number from the Fibonacci sequence. One for A, one for B, three for C, and so on. Then add the numbers, multiply that number by six, place each digit into an invertible matrix, and the derivative of T will have the same number of syllables as the name of a fruit named for a former papal colony near Rome. Well, Albert, that sounds like a real head-scratcher. Yes. (laughs) But there is a solution, isn't there? Perhaps, perhaps not. After all, some problems in life are unsolvable. True, but, well, that's not really the point of a puzzle, is it? Margaret, I've been in the puzzle business for 22 years, a lifetime of providing light entertainment to the well-educated reader and listener. I think I've earned the right to take my puzzle to the next level. Next level? (laughs) I'm not sure I understand what you mean. A puzzle doesn't have to be a bit of fluff. Puzzles can be a way of confronting the soul-searing conundrum of existence itself. Puzzles shouldn't be afraid of staring deep into the abyss and reflecting what they see there. So, you're saying that there may not be a solution to this week's puzzle? Who am I to say? Well, (laughs) isn't a puzzle you can't solve kind of unsatisfying? Not all problems have solutions, Margaret. For instance, my mother was a terrible mother, neglectful, spiteful, and vain. A veritable damaged human factory, dumping human garbage on the planet in the form of myself and my sisters. We are cancerous people, spreading misery and terror among those unfortunate enough to get closest to us. This I would describe as a problem, am I right? Um, well, we all have our little picadillos. So where's my solution, huh? If every problem has a solution, where's mine? Well, that's not really a puzzle in the amusement sense of the word. My point is, you people are so used to me walking in here and tickling your brain for 90 seconds and then giving you the solution so you can go back to believing that all is right with the world. But that's just not how it works. It's a fiction. Nothing but lies. I will not be a liar. Not anymore. Albert, are you all right? Not really. I could play some music here, or... Cantaloupe. I'm sorry? The answer to the puzzle, it's cantaloupe. Oh, (laughs) it's just you typically wait until next week to reveal the answer. Full disclosure to our listeners. I have met Albert's mother, and she is indeed a grade-A piece of shit. Puzzle Roger Albert Fleming, you have a good weekend. You too, Margaret. Davidson calling. I'm calling about the Panera Bread in Porter Square, Cambridge. I got the number off the bottom of the receipt. I just wanted to let you know that you guys are doing an excellent job. 
I mean, that place is always so clean. It's like people don't even eat there. It's just so clean. And everyone's so nice. They always ask me if I want a pastry for 99 cents. Just do. But I'm usually too afraid to say anything. Because at work, if you so much as look at a blueberry muffin, you are considered a failure. And it was my birthday last Tuesday, and the lady at the register said, Happy birthday, when I gave her my Panera card number, which was very nice. It's just so nice to be recognized for doing your best. That's all I think we're ever trying to do is our best. The gentleman who makes your smoothies really understands this. Anyway, you guys sure know how to treat your customers. Thank you, Linda Davidson. Well, here we are, living under the old town bridge. You know, Lenny, I used to be somebody. I used to have it all. I know, Phil. Yeah, I know you know, but I mean, I used to have it all. Ever since I got out of the joint, I just couldn't get my life back together. You really had a hard time after that. Yes, sir, I did. I used to have a wife. I used to drive a Miata. I even used to have a house. A fucking Miata? Damn skippy. Jiff. What? I've always been a Jiff man. Choosy mobs, you know. Preferably crunchy with some honey. Oh, yeah. Right. So you were saying something about not being homeless? Yeah, before prison. Those were the days. Right. What happened? The Miata. The fucking Miata? I was driving down Washington, top down, cranking some tunes, when all of a sudden, out of nowhere, up pops a hamburglar. Where's the beef? He stole it. No, I'm saying, where's the beef? Wendy's. Way better. All right. Yeah. So all of a sudden, this striped-ass piece of garbage is jaywalking in front of me. Gotta be careful on Washington. Motherfuckers be crossing. That's what I'm saying. So you hit the motherfucker? Ah, damn, son. That stupid-ass Zorro hat and mask went one direction, and his dumb floppy shoes went another. I'll tell you one thing, his cape didn't help for shit. You killed him with your Miata. Hamburger! Lost the Miata and lost the rest after his missus sued me. And your wife left you while you were in jail? Of course. I was driving a Miata with the top down. I had to have a hooker to my right. Oh, yeah. Right. (laughs) How did you end up under this bridge? I tell you, man, it's a hell of a thing. Yeah? I'm a disabled veteran suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder. And the system our society has in place lets a lot of people in need fall through the cracks. I, and many homeless people like me, need better mental health care and social services. Gandhi once said, a nation's greatness is measured by how it treats its weakest individuals. Nah, I'm just kidding. I just like getting fucked up and sleeping under bridges. <laughs> At least that's what we tell ourselves. Hi, 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 this is Linda Davidson calling. I'm calling about the Panera Bread in Porter Square, Cambridge. I left a message about a year ago, praising you guys for the good work you're doing there. But unfortunately, unfortunately, there has been a decline. 
I was there just now, and the young man behind the register did not even make eye contact with me. I am not even sure he works there, frankly. When I asked if I could have a pastry, I got no response, so I just assumed it was a bad idea. There was a rubber glove in the mayonnaise container. I don't know why. I saw a mouse make a paper hat out of a straw wrapper. I don't know why. But the worst part... The worst part is that no one said anything about my birthday when I gave them my Panera card number. I didn't even get a free pastry. They just took my number and didn't say anything. No, thankfully, thankfully I am having dinner with my sister this evening, so I know that I am going to have a happy birthday and everything's going to be fine. But what if I didn't have that dinner to go to? Then what? It's really not good. You have to start thinking about these things. Anyway, maybe go back to the way it used to be. Hire the old manager back or give her a raise or something. There's got to be a solution. I want what's best for you, just like I want what's best for myself. Thank you, Linda Davidson. Oh, Bobby Orr, your body is making me so hot. Yeah? Tell me why. Your sexy arms make me think of the game-winning goal you scored in the 1970 Stanley Cup against the St. Louis Blues. Oh, yeah. I scored real big. Okay, wait, stop. Time out. What? Katie, what the hell are you doing? That was getting awesome. It's just... parts of the script are making me uncomfortable. Come on! You love the Bruins, right? I do, but... This... And I do stuff for you, eh? Right? Yeah, but this is... Eh? Don't I? Oh, Bobby, is that, uh, is that one of your eight Norse trophies for defense in your uniform shorts, or are you just happy to see me? I'm real happy to see you. And I suppose that isn't one of your Norse trophies for defense either, is it, Ray Bork? It's your throbbing hard cock. Okay, Connor, stop. We need to have a conversation about this. You said we could read my story. I do stuff for you. It's just... Are you gay? What? That's ridiculous. 14 years of marriage and you ask me that. It's just... 16 years of romance. Okay, but... Two beautiful daughters. Sure, but why is your sex story about two men? Two men? It's about two legends. There's an entire page of them sucking each other's dicks. Which is a beautiful act of love. Don't I always tell you that when you suck my dick it's a beautiful act of love? Yeah, but... Eh? Right? Don't I say that? You do say that. Right? Eh? Honey, maybe... Eh? Maybe... Are you bisexual? Katie, I'm not. Because if that was it, it'd be okay with me. If you were. Of course it would be okay. It's 2011. It is 2011, I know. But I'm not. Honey, who would you rather get blown by? Me? Or Ray Bork? That's such a weird question to ask. Who do you think is better looking, me or Johnny Depp? <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. You don't think I see you keep watching The Ninth Gate on Netflix? That's not a good movie, Katie. I like Roman Polanski. Please, just get back to my story, please. Skip to the end. <sighs> please, Bobby. You may be the greatest defensive player in all NHL history. 
but there's no way to defend yourself against me. Oh, it is only you, the highest scoring Bruins defensive player of all time, that could penetrate my defenses so easily, Ray Ray. Okay, this is gay, and now it's also a little rapey. Look, now you're trying to find problems. I know you know that common sexual dynamics between partners can involve the consensual exchange of power. I do know that. And I know you know that because I do stuff for you, right? Yes, right. Do you really think I'd just tell you over and over there was nothing to this if I was hiding something? No. No, you're completely right. I'm sorry. It's okay. Now make me suck your cock. Get over here. David's been calling about the Penelope Bread in Porter Square, Cambridge. I noticed... I noticed you guys have closed. I'm assuming permanently. There's, there's no one there. I just... I'm so sorry for my previous voice messages. I, I take it all back. You, you really had something special. You know, it doesn't have to be the end. We've, we've all been through hard times. If you want, my son works in sanitation. Maybe he can pull some strings. Anyway, keep your chin up. Where there's a will, there's a way. We'll get through this. Peter Davidson. Thanks for listening to the Mr. Bismuth Sketchcast. All sketches written and performed by Mr. Bismuth. All rights reserved. Mr. Bismuth is Rami Abdelghani, Jonathan Case, Stephen Richard Kay, Christopher Player, Sarah Siegel, Eric Trageser, Becca Van Horn, Lauren Walliser. Music in Puzzles by Jess Lemont, freemusicarchive.org. Mr. Bismuth is performing at Improv Boston's Sketch House, Thursday, July 2nd, 9th, and 16th. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Mr. Bismuth. Mr. Bismuth, got some sketches for you. Mr. Bismuth, got some sketches for you. Mr. Bismuth, got some sketches for you. Mr. Bismuth, hope you have fun.